Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Brent Sopel checking in from Clearwater, Florida. You must get this a lot. Who is your favorite coach? You know, Mark Crawford probably would have to be uh, my guy for me. Um, we had a love relationship. We, we butted heads, but he believed in me uh, all my time in, in Vancouver. He put me out there, uh, even though I screw up, and he put me right back out there. So Mark Crawford definitely is number one for me. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2 of the RP Show. It's brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. And, boy, was there a lot of it flowing last night at the Saddle Dome. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. the hair of the dog game. Calgary Roughnecks beating the Saskatchewan Rush 14-12 to in the Dome. It was a lot of fun. We're welcoming back onto the stage here. What do they call this stage? Why am I drawing a blank? Stage bar? Stage bar. Huh, duh. Stage bar <laughs> here at the Great Eagle. So hard to remember. I know, right? Uh, the Moose is back with us. People are raging about our first hour guest, Jabari Arthur, and uh, for good reason. Just a very engaging guy. Had a lot to say. Oh, yeah. And so well, you know how it goes an hour two. We're not as big into the topics that we opened. We opened with last night's NHL games, a lot of the NFL news, and we'll get into that here. Yeah. But a couple things coming out. Andrew Stute watching it remind me he wanted me to ask Jabari, but I don't think the football guys care as this as much about this as what a guy like you might. Okay, he says, "What are your thoughts on the CFL showing games on YTV like the NFL does with Nickelodeon?" Now he might because he's got kids himself, and I'll get to that in a moment. But the thing that's sticking in my cross somewhat, and I don't really care, but is the four down thing and how upset people are getting, and a jar jarred in my mind because. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says this is day four of the Alex Singleton watch. And I'm like, are you watching to see which NFL team he signs with or praying that he comes back to Calgary, which they probably are. But I saw Alex retweet with a no with regards to the four down thing. Yeah. Buddy, when they went to three on three overtime in the NHL or shootouts, do you remember this degree of furor? I know. From hockey fans? I'm never watching again if they go to a shootout. Those pricks. <laughs> it's not what? hockey. It's not hockey. No, I'm, like, I'm just, I'm, really? Really? Yeah. This is really affecting your life to the degree that it is that you'll burn up your season tickets and you want Randy Ambrosi fired and you're saying all these horrible things about the people that run the league when they're really just trying to save it. I remember mild grumbling. I had an opinion on shootouts and three-on-three. I did, believe me, but it didn't, I didn't lose any sleep over it. And there are people that are just coming unhinged, triggered, four downs. My God, I wish the problems in my life were so small that that would get me that upset. I know. And 
the thing about all of it is, is it's just exploring possibilities. And there's like, in order to have real progress and real growth, you have to be open-minded enough to be able to accept anything as a potential opportunity to move the league forward. doesn't mean that anybody's sitting here being like, I, we want to move the league to four downs. But if we're exploring it as an option, then at least we're open to the fact that, you know, we might go down that road and it might make the league better. Or we'll explore it and realize it's not going to make the league better and we won't go down that road. But we should be exploring everything, doing our due diligence. And that's what's happening. This, you know, genius sports is, you know, potentially investigating going to four downs or recommending it. Well, they should recommend everything and then see what the league wants to do. Let Randy make the decision. I just noticed I haven't had a good Rod rant in a while. When we do, it's brought to you by Bronco Plumbing and Heating and Cooling. Tell them Rod sent you. They'll give you 10% off. Trust me, they will. Ask for Camco. Bronco Plumbing and Heating sponsoring Rod's Rant. By the way, the rock star of the day, which we do every day, is for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. And on Thursday, it was Gino DePaoli. Everybody really loved the voice of the orders. Gino DePaoli, they really loved him. Right. Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions specializes in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. I had to get that in there. I have a pretty strong feeling that today's rock star of the day will be one, Jabari Arthur. But <clears throat> I don't know if you want to go back on the NFL stuff or not. He said that he would take Deshaun Watson based on only what he brings to the field. And a lot of GMs do that in sports. Look at what Evander Kane's doing up in Edmonton. They've won four in a row. He's scoring. Right. They don't care what he did off the field. It's not a rare thought. But back to uh, what our Navy friend Don said about this Randy's road trip. He said, the fact that the commissioner is non-committal is what's got everybody so upset. And I, uh, I don't know if it's a secret or not. I don't really care the way this is, the CFL handles its, this stuff. Yeah. The XFL thing was a gigantic tempest in the teapot and a waste of time. I don't even know the XFL thing. I don't know why they even brought that up. Do you think it was a distraction? Like Get him talking about something else? To go down the XFL road? Yeah. No, it was not a waste of time. I mean... No, no, no. Listen to me, Grasshopper. Talking to the XFL, great. Telling the world they're uh, talking to the XFL, different story. Yeah. Go ahead and do that, but why, why do you got to send a statement out on it? What's the purpose of Right, so you want to look at four downs because your data analytics betting partner wants you to. That's also fine. Is he leaking this to test the waters? Could be. And that's smart, too. See what the temperature is. You're going to let the fans decide what no, you but, should do? But you find out what people actually think. You hope, you know. And then how much you, you listen depends on how much you value the input and, <coughs> you know, who you want to make your decisions. You're not going to let the fans make every decision, but they pay the bills. So, I mean, some input would be great. Um, and then what fans? You know, you start looking at what fans are saying no to three to four downs. What fans are embracing it, if any, you know? And you start to think of what's our target? Where do we want to grow? And if we want to grow in an audience of people that are, you know, 20 to 35, then we got to listen to their reactions, not just the 35 plus. So it all depends on what your well, goals are. Sure. And it matters what your own perspective is. Yeah. I mean, I, I think every day of our interview here with Theo, last week when he just talked about society and what it's going to take to get him back everybody's so defensive everybody's so triggered 
And that's why sometimes I say, why does Darren stuff a mic in front of my face every day? Because all it does is piss people off. Maybe that's what you want. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really care. But, you know, Jeff the Stamps fan says, I'm sh this has really got people worked up today. They're not angry. But Jeff the Stamps fan says, I'm sure most fans would eventually accept four downs, but let's hope it doesn't come to that. William and Lloyd Minster says, I watch football. Doesn't matter what they do as long as I can keep on watching. Well, isn't that an enlightened statement right. from Tacona in Winnipeg? Rod, sorry, you can't compare the NHL overtime and CFL three to four downs. Yes, I can. I just did. Don't tell me what I can't do. This guy gets it. <laughs> John Ohm in Winnipeg watching says four downs because of betting algorithms. That's exactly what I think it is. It would fit their apps better at Genius Sports to be four downs. I believe that, don't you? It would play a role probably. Yeah. You know, continuity across the game uh, helps a lot, right? I think that's got to be the only reason. Chris Bird watching in Toronto. Welcome back, Chris. King, well, King City, Ontario. Says last season, CFL teams generated 19.5 first downs. NFL, NFL teams generated 20.25 first downs. Does four down football make a more exciting game? Probably not. And I would think that the CFL tall foreheads and suits that are going to eventually make this decision are factoring all of that in. Yeah. Regarding the switch in NHL rules, Don, the Navy friend, says it's because Canadians own hockey. So we are initiating the change to three on three. But it seems like this four down thing is another push to Americanize Canadian institutions. Well, I would suggest that's just ego. But that's me. That's my opinion. I mean, again, people are becoming unhinged over this and I just, I, I don't quite understand it. And back to Andrew that started this all, the uh, kids games on YTV for the NFL I mean, again, Jabari might have a thought on that, but what are, you, what are, what are yours? I think I'd, it's great. Yeah, so if we had CFL games on, what's the Canadian kids YTV. channel? Is it? I haven't watched yeah. 20 years, so right. close to it. I think it'd be great. You know, and they're doing it on Nickelodeon when they do the slime thing and they, you know, they have a kid on there kind of hosting it. And you're not watching or, or having the game on the same way. It's all about the stars and about more about the touchdown dances, more about the personalities and... and you know, what you're seeing in the NFL is you're seeing young kids that are huge fans of Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry and, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady because of how they're showing the personalities on these kids shows. And I think that's really cool. Last year, it was a playoff game. I can't remember which one was on Nickelodeon. And I was in Florida. I watched the Nickelodeon feed. It was fun. I liked it. These coaches. So could you imagine Chris Jones or Mike O'Shea. I mean, you had Sean Payton and other coaches letting these YTV hosts spill slime on their faces. Can you imagine the look on Jones' face? Game. After the game, you got slimed after they won. It's 11-11 Mountain. Could you imagine? We're on the right track. You think Wayne Harris would let us drop some slime on him after a Dinos game? Of course, whatever. <laughs> how about how about Blake? You think Blake would let us do it? A lot of people would love to see that. Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't need to be on Nickelodeon to slime Blake Nil. Um, 
Can you imagine? Chris Jones, if they dump Green's line in his head, he doesn't look impressed at the best of times. Yeah, when they win. Glenn writes in. Glenn with two N's. What? Imagine Randy sitting in a meeting trying to convince everybody that this is what we're going to be doing. Guys, hear me out. <laughs> you like this show, eh, Jabs? And you didn't even know about it. You're going to watch every day. Dead. Jabari. <laughs> Dead, he said. Uh. Uh, anyways, Glenn says, I was at Randy Ambrosi's road trip last night and told Randy that the fans do not want four downs. Everyone in the room applauded that statement. I will accept four downs if I need to, but new, do not want it. Somebody wrote in here earlier and said, you know, who exactly is Genius Sports? And I don't know. Is it, is it a perilous time in the CFL whereby in exchange for a big fat check from Genius Sports or from The Rock, Randy Ambrosi would sell the soul of the CFL for that check? Like, who is Genius Sports? What do you know about Genius Sports? Not a lot, but an agency that's, you know, coming here to help uh, grow the CFL and digital platforms and reach a younger audience. And, and you know what? It seems like they're leaving no stone unturned. So that's a good thing. But now, you know, when we get advice, we don't just turn over the keys to somebody and say, here, you're going to now control the CFL. We pay them to give us different advice, show us different numbers, present different options. But then as a league, we've got to make the decisions that fit what we want to do, too. From Metal Shingle Guy writes in on the text line, 902-518-3033. He says, all these three down crybabies. You'll enjoy CFL Classic when the CFL is gone. He's saying adapt or die. And there's a lot to be said for that, is there not? Yeah. Adapt or die. God knows we have. God knows I have. Well, are you willing to cut off the arm to save the body, right? A lot of people aren't. Ding, 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 ding. Bingo! Not saying we need to cut the arm off, but just we might be at that point at some. Uh, now would be a good time to talk about our betregal.ca game of the week end. And now would be a good time to do it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm just going to look at tonight's games. Not going to get into what's going on Saturday, Sunday. My bracelet says one day at a time, and I only go one day at a time. So we're asking you, the viewers, to look at the sports weekend schedule and pick your featured game, the one you're the most interested in, and pick the winner. And send it to us today. 902-518-3033. Certainly before face-off, tip-off, kick-off, whatever. And if you correctly win it, or if you're right, you'll be entered into a random draw for a swag bag. How's that? From right. betregal.ca. Hoodies, bunny hugs, hats. What else? They got? Golf shirts, yeah. t-shirts. A little bit of everything. Car keys, house keys. <laughs> so I'm looking at this. Six games tonight in the National Hockey League. Philadelphia at Ottawa. Washington at Carolina. I got to think it's Boston at Winnipeg might be the game for me. No, 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 no. It's here. Buffalo Sabres at the Calgary Flames solely because it is the return game for Peyton Krebs. Mm. There's a buzz. There's a buzz here in this valley with Peyton Krebs, the Okotoks product, coming in with the Buffalo Sabres tonight. I'll pick Calgary to win the game. Also, Florida at Anaheim. 
and Colorado at San Jose. But that Bruins-Jets game is really tantalizing, isn't it? It is. That's tonight at Canada Life, Canada Life Center, Winnipeg. Washington's in Carolina. That's uh, two heavy hitters. That's a big game tonight, too. That's probably, it's an early game, 5 o'clock here mountain where we are. So that's an early one. Probably get that one in. Um, so I'd probably go with that one. Bet Regal's big fans of the NBA tonight. Tonight uh, it is the Raptors home to the Lakers. That might be your featured game. Pick the winner. One NLL game tonight, and you can also place wagers on the National Lacrosse League at betregal.ca. It's the Vancouver Warriors at the Colorado Mammoth. You can also bet on junior hockey. Can I selfishly put in my guilty pleasure the junior games tonight? Yes. God's team not playing tonight, the Regina Pat. Uh, Brandon's at Winnipeg. Medicine Hat at Swift Current. Red Deer at Lethbridge. The Calgary Hitmen are at Edmonton. And out west, Prince George at Victoria. Everett at Vancouver. Seattle at Tri-City, Kamloops at Kelowna. Remind me to tell more Westie stories after the break. Okay. And the SJHL playoffs open tonight. Would you mind if I just throw that in? Of course. For our SJ friends and the Junior A friends. Game one. Notre Dame at Estevan, LaRange at the Humboldt Broncos, Yorkton at Melfort, and Flin Flon at the Battle Fords. We'll be right back with more. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. And if you missed the show, catch the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, coming up, Saturday, April 2nd, here at Great Eagle Event Center, the Mum So Hard comedy show, and the stars of it, Kristen Headley and Jan Smedley, will be joining us later on here in Hour 2, which is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. Kristen Headley and Jen Smedley, coming up from Mum So Hard. Hey, by the way, I said to Moose, we're going to celebrate our last day at Great Eagle with another buffet. It's been an amazing day. Thank you, Clark, for putting this all together. The people at Great Eagle for throwing together Kristen and Jen joining us. Our guy, Jack, for bringing in Jabari. Go follow his Instagram. He's taking photos and videos from all over there. He's like, these guys are awesome. And I just can't say enough about Calgary coming together to help us out and work together to win. But anyways, people have said, Rod, how have you stayed so thin eating a buffet every day? I was thinking about that. Define thin. I'm not sure that I am. And two, I don't eat three plates. I said to Moose, I have one plate a day. So it has a little bit of everything, kind of like this show, right? So that's how. But we're going to have one more buffet, and then we'll be out of here and see you in April. Well, I'm very excited to bring in Andy McNamara. He's got a lot of fans. They're all excited that we were going to have him on. Sportsnet Fantasy Insider hosts that Browns podcast. He's got it on right there. Listen, off the chain week in the National Football League, Andy. You being the Browns aficionado, where are you on the Baker Mayfield Cleveland Browns divorce today? Rod, if anybody remembers this, the series Mad Men, and the guy gets into the elevator and he was asked how he's doing, and the reply was, Not great, Bob. That's how I am, Rod. I'm not great. <laughs> I'm not doing well. This is not good. I'm in quarterback hell again. 
uh, this is this is a bad scene. This is a debacle. This is an embarrassment. You swung. You missed extremely hard on Deshaun Watson. I wanted to give the front office more credit that they had a viable backup plan. It appears they do not. The plan was just to go back to Baker Mayfield, who they should know is super emotional and takes things very personally. So I don't know what the bleep they're going to do at quarterback in Cleveland. So I'm wearing my Cleveland, my Baker Mayfield appreciation should the Cleveland Maserati, the play that they ran to make the playoffs when they beat the Steelers. Well, and that's the thing. Just to walk it back for a second for the people that aren't as averse in this situation, the Cleveland Browns have a going into his fifth year with the team, Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick, Oklahoma star, and he thought he was their guy. And then they made an overture for Deshaun Watson, the disgraced, well, I guess not anymore, whatever the embattled Houston quarterback who doesn't want to go to Cleveland right and now yeah and Baker found out about it and he's upset and and honestly you don't blame Baker is that the sense that you don't blame Baker for being upset no no I I don't now by by other accounts as well it looks like at the combine Baker's agent and group were told by the Browns look if we have a chance to explore for a different quarterback, we will, just to give you a heads up. And apparently the camp was fine with that. However, they found out that the Browns were on a private jet to Houston to talk to Deshaun Watson on social media. And that's where the problem lies, because you want to keep your starting QB however long you think he'll be your starting QB in the loop. Thing is, this front office and coaching staff, Baker Mayfield is not their guy. John Dorsey drafted him. He's now in Detroit. Uh, so this is a, a possible regime change. My question just remains not that you don't want to try to get better than Baker Mayfield. You obviously can. But I think he had all the talent, went healthy, and proved in the Stefanski offense that he can be a star and coming back healthy. I wanted to see what he could do. Uh, but if you don't, that's fine. But there's three, four other teams that also have quarterback needs, and there's not enough guys to go around. So I don't think this was the right year to do it. And again, I have no clue what they are going to do in Cleveland at quarterback. Right now, it's Baker Mayfield, who requested a, a trade that was denied by the Browns, so that there's that too, uh, and Case Keenum, who they didn't want to play last year. So, Yeah, buddy, it seems like there are more teams than quarterbacks to go around. But let me just – listen, I'm a Baker guy because I love his emotion. I love his talent. I think he's, I think he's a winner. I think you win with a guy like that. This is just so yeah. Browns that they would do this. But think about this, Andy. The exact same thing happened in Miami in season with Tua. They said they were looking yeah. into Deshaun Watson, yeah. and he came back and played and, and won games. Unless I'm missing something, the exact same thing happened to Tua. So why can't Baker look at it that way? Yeah. No, I'm right. It's a great point. Uh, look, at and maybe that's going to be the case. Um, but the, the issue with Baker is he is so emotional. If I'm him, what I'm thinking is, all right, Brown's front office, nuts to you. I'm going to ball out. I'm going to get my six, seven year, 150 plus million dollar contract somewhere else. And you're going to have to look at me and my pro bowl, butt on the way out, that's how I would take it. The problem also though, Rod, as we know on a football team, which is such the ultimate team experience, if these guys know that they have a lame duck quarterback. Uh, how is that going to play? And the wrinkle to this is go from a team aspect moving forward, a team that just brought in Amari Cooper as well. The other big story I got to get your take on, 
is the Devontae Adams trade to from Green Bay to Las Vegas. Packers fans writing in here today, livid that Aaron Rodgers has sucked up all the money. As the fantasy guy that you are, you get it. Is it as easy as that? Devontae wanted to be the highest paid receiver in the game. He already got the highest paid player in the game in Green Bay. Wasn't going to work. Is that how it worked out, do you think? Yeah. By from what I was reading, it looked like the Packers were ready to pay him. Devontae wanted to leave. Like he he wanted there was a deal on the table from Green Bay, and he wanted out. He wanted you know Derek Carr's his college quarterback, and he, and he wanted to leave Green Bay for Vegas. Um, so the question now becomes to me: Okay, if you're a Packers fan, look, it's done, right? We gotta you gotta live in the now. So what do you do if you're the now? Well, you're in luck because this is again a super deep wide receiver draft class. The problem is you missed out on most of, if not all, the hot free agent wide receivers. And this Packers front office gives me zero confidence that they're going to make the right decision because they never draft wide receivers in the first round and they make stupid decisions like drafting Jordan Love and uh, what a blocking tight end in the third round two years ago. So you got to draft at least, if you don't pick up a free agent, Rod, you got to draft at least two guys. Now you can get them. They're there. There's a lot of variety. You can get them. Will they get them? And if you don't, then I don't know why you bothered to bring back Aaron Rodgers in the first place. You know, it's interesting you say that. You're like the first guy to bring up Jordan Love and all this. Has anybody asked him what he thinks about Aaron's new four-year, $200 million contract? Jordan Love's not starting anytime soon. No, nor should he from the one game we saw. Now... That doesn't write off Jordan Love's career, of course, right? One game? Okay. I was not a believer of him coming out of college at all. I think it was, a, again, a, a stupid, a straight-up stupid move by the Packers who were in a win-now mode to try to get a quarterback to sit on the bench when you could have got a real asset to help push you over the top. That's being too cute to me. I was like, oh, ha-ha, ha-ha. Now we'll go the third in a row. We'll go Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love and... Ah, we're smarter than everybody else. Well, no, you're not, because now you got Jordan Love on the bench, who doesn't look too good, his trade value is next to nothing, and if this contract goes the full route, um, he's not going to play for you at all. That's significant wasted capital. Yeah, sometimes you think these guys are so ingeniously smart. They have to be. They're the general manager of an NFL team or the president of an NFL right. Nope. They nope. don't look nope. that far down the line. Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, what a day to have Andy on the show. So great getting the local perspective. He's talking about the Cleveland Browns, obviously. What about that AFC West? You know, I, last year, I think you and I agreed that the NFC West was the toughest division in the league. There's not much doubt what the toughest division is now in the National Football League. Uh, no, no question. No, what an arms race. My goodness. Like, okay, the, the big play was you get uh, Russell Wilson over to the Broncos. Well, what were we talking about last year, Rod, where it's like, wow, if you're looking at it fantasy-wise, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, all there, but the quarterback couldn't get him the ball. Wasted opportunity. Now you got Russell Wilson, who, by the way, 32 years old, and he is durable. That thing last year was a fluke with his finger. We're not talking about bum knees or ankles here. That's a finger. He's fine. So now you elevate that aspect in the division. So what do the Chargers do? Well, if you already have a quarterback, you need to get more guys to go get the quarterback. So what do they? Khalil Mack? Okay. What? what oh, hey, Raiders, you bring in Devontae Adams to now pair with Darren Waller? My 
goodness, this is as exciting a division. Oh, and, and by the way, there's the Kansas City Chiefs who are perennial uh, Super Bowl favorites. This is going to be fun right. to watch top to bottom. <laughs> right? You forget about the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, they're also really good. Oh, I know, and I can't remember if it was last Friday or the Friday before, but Tory Gurley was on. You would know him as a Browns alum. And yes. He's one of our NFL analysts, and actually he's appeared on Sportsnet too. And I said, who won the Seahawks-Broncos uh, trade? He said, Russell Wilson won the trade. He's out of Seattle, and he's on a team that's ready to go. He was the missing piece with Denver, and I thought that's why Tory is one of the best analysts. In the Nobody else has said that. Russell Wilson won that trade. He, he sure did. And well said by Tory. Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, he wanted out and he went to a situation where um, it should be a progressive head coach. Now, it's a damn tough division, but he was already in a tough division. So that shouldn't phase him. And he had real like, you know how much I love DK Metcalf. My goodness. just that You got Lockett there. But you upgrade even though from those nice pieces with the receiver sets I just said. Javante Williams should be the bell cow in that backfield. So you got a young stud in year two it behind you you can be mobile you got a good defense and you have those weapons now i have to say dk metcalf is probably the best maybe the best teammate in football because he's like hey you know he's trying to stick up for drew lock it's like dk we love you baby but come on you can't believe that like hey why is everybody ragging on drew lock because drew lock's not good that's why <laughs> he's not a good quarterback there's no way this is the other thing rod i I want to know what Seattle does next because there is no possible way to me that if you're the Seattle Seahawks and 70-something-year-old Pete Carroll, you're interested in a rebuild. You either tear this thing to the studs or you have some sort of trick up your sleeve at quarterback. Maybe it's a guy. I think they fell in love with somebody in the draft process. That's what I think. Um, it's got to be that or you have a bridge and draft somebody because there is no freaking way you go into next year with the expectation of let's run it back with Drew Locke. Come on. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan and really hope they can swing Baker Mayfield. Wouldn't that be something? I don't know how much they've got left to trade. Yeah. Mind you, they just got a whack ass. That's for Russell Wilson. John in Winnipeg with a great question. I'm going to tie this in with our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. John says, Andy, who is the biggest long shot to win the Super Bowl this year? I want to put some money on it, dude. We should Ooh, be posting some Bet Regal like futures it. odds here for the Super Bowl. Yeah, what do you think? It's in Arizona. Will the Cardinals continue yes. the string of home teams playing in their own Super Bowl? What, what do you think is going to no. happen? I think Arizona, no, down. That, that's a thumbs down. I think we look, and I don't know what the current odds are. I'll have to get to Bet Regal and check them out. But um, I think with Denver coming in with uh, uh, Russell Wilson, you have to pop them right up there. Um, AFC North, I would put the Bengals with what they've done. I wouldn't say that's a long shot because they were just there. Uh, I don't think people necessarily are talking enough about the Tennessee Titans. We know they're super well coached. We know their defense is strong. Tannehill, bad year. You had Derrick Henry, but he's coming back. I think that with a decent draft, the Tennessee Titans could be one of those teams that, in the back of your mind, you know are good, but haven't made a lot of noise this offseason. So maybe the Tennessee Titans is someone to look at. Well, that would make our co-host and boss, Darren DuPont, very happy as he is. There he is. He just came running out of the back, pumping his go. fists in the air. There you go, Andy. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> before we let you go, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, what is the latest there, my dude? Oh, man. Well, Rod, we have an, an, speaking of the NFL draft, we have an NFL draft party package in 
Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada at our buddies. Let's go with Circa. At Circa, what we're doing, Circa Las Vegas, which is a phenomenal facility, is uh, three properties. They're having us in and we're selling a party package for the NFL draft. So unless Rod, unless Roger Goodell is welcoming you up on stage to give you a hug, this is the place to be in Las Vegas. Stadium Swim, which is just a gorgeous, huge facility, hottest party in town. You got that. There's drinks, there's food, there's the Legacy Club, which Rod, I don't know why they have it, but there's a rotating glass case of gold bars in there. It's like out of Ocean's Eleven. Why? Because it's Vegas and they can. I don't know why, but it's an amazing view. It's a tremendous facility and we got the party package for you there's only 35 tickets left so hit me up uh you can go on twitter you see right there andy mc81 or email andy at uffsports.com and we'll get you the info uh for more more details but it's gonna be a heck of a party you're a vegas guy i love it andy the fans have loved the segment thanks for coming on my man and talking nfl have a great weekend oh anytime guys thank you so much when we come back, we're going to start viewer takeover early again for our friends at Taco Time. So get your comments in on everything that we've talked about today. It's been a huge football day. Your Bet Regal featured games of the night or the weekend. I'd love to know what they are and what are your picks. And then in the final segment, Kristen Headley and Jen Smedley from the comedy show Mum So Hard will be joining us to preview their Saturday, April 2nd show here at Gray Eagle. We'll be right back. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube live streaming, of course, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Here we go. Quick sports update on this football Friday. The Edmonton Oilers finally played a complete game and earning their fourth straight win. Connor Yamamoto, Connor McDavid, and Tyson Berry each had a goal and an assist as the Oilers pasted Buffalo 6-1 Thursday night. They're third of the Pacific. Meanwhile, the Calgary Flames look to build on their division lead when they host the Buffalo Sabres tonight. Peyton Krebs of Okotoks and the Buffalo Sabres. The Flames have won 7 of 8 and have a five-point lead over L.A. atop the Pacific Division. Also very exciting night in Winnipeg. Jets home to the Bruins. And Ottawa hosts Philadelphia. The Claude Giroux-less Philadelphia Flyers. But no notifications yet on where he's been traded to. Raptors hope to continue climbing up the Eastern Conference standings tonight when they host the L.A. Lakers. The Raps are riding a five-game win streak that concluded or included a 114-103 win over LeBron. Toronto tied with Cleveland for six in the East. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. The Moose is loose. He's back on the stage. And my bad, the viewer wanted to know what the long shot odds are, so I apologize, John. Oh, in Winnipeg. We immediately jumped to the favorites with Andy, and he said the Titans. So you're okay with that? I'm okay with that. You know, they're not one of the... I, I mean, they're a fa I think they're a contender. I think they're, they're poised to take that next step and, and really be a contender. They've been, you know, into the playoffs and had success. Um, I wouldn't... They may be a dark horse because um, they're not Tom Brady. They're not Patrick Mahomes. We're not talking about the, the Chargers or the Rams or the Bills. The Titans kind of get lost in that conversation. So maybe a dark horse. You know, looking at long odds, I mean, I don't think all the moves that Jacksonville make, made 
are going to have them have that much of an increase with Christian Kirk and shoring up their you know offensive line. They're going to get Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson with the first pick on the defensive line, and you know Trevor Lawrence will take a step forward. I think they'll be better, but not Super Bowl. Um, Cincinnati's not going to catch anybody by surprise. You want to maybe talk long shots? Maybe it's Miami, but they're now going to go through a new coach. You know what's interesting about that, Ooh. by the way? Yeah. It's a very good point by John Ohm to ask that. Because I'm sitting here thinking, most top fives, top tens in the NFL last year had the Rams all year long, and they won it. Right. But what if the Bengals didn't get called for three consecutive pass interference penalties in the final two minutes, and the Bengals won? I know. Who would have had the Bengals in Vegas as a long shot last year? So it's not a completely out of line No, it's not. Thought. Not at all. You know, um, Denver's not going to catch anybody by surprise now that they have Russell Wilson. Um, that's a great question. Who's going to come out of nowhere and surprise people? Um, New England's not going to surprise anybody. They've now seemed to have built a new identity now, right? And they're good. Bengals wouldn't be considered a long shot. Joe Burrow's a star now, right? Do you think they'd be a long shot still? No. 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 Um, you want to maybe talk of a long shot. If Justin Fields can have a really good offseason, maybe the Bears surprise people. It's got to be somebody that comes off the board where your first thought would be like, you are crazy, right? But they've got a quarterback that if he comes in oh, and plays well. I'll say the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, and maybe Washington off the board. If Carson Wentz, this is his last chance. Maybe Washington might be worth your money with McLaurin, and they've got some, some good weapons, and I love Ron Rivera as a coach. Maybe the commanders. A riverboat run. i got a quarterback now. Uh, by the way, this is sort of um, give the CFL a break week here because I see they're raging on Facebook on my page, about my own personal, not the show's, about Randy Ambrosi dropping the Touchdown Atlantic news last night during Randy's road trip. I think you're done, Moose. So hang on, don't go anywhere. Uh, Mike in Toronto says, where in Halifax is Touchdown Atlantic going to be played? I know they need to play in the Target City and not two hours away. People are upset. There's been no official announcement from the CFL that Randy just dropped it on Randy's road trip. Well, you can't control everything. I'm sure the Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't like it getting out that Tom Brady had signed with them, right? That These things happen. I think our next guests are logged in, so I'm going to give you the just to speak because they yeah. can still hear you. Any last words on uh, Gray Eagle on this stint and with the reminder of the, the caveat, if you will, the footnote that we'll be back here in a few weeks. The time. stage bar has been awesome. I want to thank yes. everybody who helped make this possible. Sheldon, Brandon, Corey, everybody. Um, it's been awesome. And then, you know, everybody who's come down, I think is one of the coolest parts is everybody who's come down and watched us live and be able to interact. I love you for coming down and I hope you'll come back in April. Anyway. There you go. He said it. Ryan in New York says the longest shots for the Super Bowl. Jets and Houston tied. Then the Detroit Lions. Then Chicago, Carolina, Jacksonville, and the Giants. So just pick the bad teams. Look at the standings. Mm. Special guests from I Mum So Hard, Jen and Kristen next. This is going to be fun. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network across Canada and 31 U.S. states. Live daily on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Hey, one final time, one final time for this stint from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. I'm not lying. It has been our home. Look at the beautiful Satina Nation in the background there, the Rocky Mountains. That's my view every morning. I've loved it. Uh, we are working on our next guest. Uh, login issues, Clark tells me, so they'll be with us in a hot minute. Kristen Headley and Jen Smedley from I Mum So Hard, their popular show coming here Saturday, April 2nd. You're good. I got so much stuff to go through. Moose has just popped onto the stage to help me. Thank you. Very nice of you to do that. But as we get them logged in, let me tell you about this show, and then I'll sashay over to viewer comments in a second for taco time. Their all-new getaway tour, Jen and Kristen, comes to the Great Eagle Event Center Saturday, April 2nd. It's called imumsohard.com. You can get tickets there. Hashtag imumsohard began as a popular web series by real-life best friends, comedians, and moms, Kristen and Jen, who ironically are both from Nebraska but didn't meet until they got to Los Angeles. They have amassed a huge following in just a few short years with over 2.2 million followers. Their web series has over 300 million views, and they host a weekly podcast and recently wrote a book, The Meanest of Meanies, a, a book about love, a book that you can read to your kids and that moms enjoy reading to their kids. Their first book was a New York Times bestseller. So they're coming here on Saturday, April the 2nd, and uh, I can hear Clark in my ear. They're having some login issues with them from wherever they may be. So I'm just going to read a couple of comments from our viewers here. Phil is watching in Dauphin, Manitoba on Game Plus TV regarding the earlier topic of three downs versus four downs. He says, I'm not going to lie. I was against changing the three down system, but after watching the lack of fans from this past season, and yes, I know there was capacity limits, but even before this pandemic stuff, there was half-filled stadiums. Perhaps this sparks more interest and brings more fans again. Love the CFL. Is it June yet? Hashtag Go Bombers. Hashtag Bob Jarunko. Glenn with two N's texting in on the 902 line. He says, getting CFL games on YTV is one step. Maybe getting the CFL to promote and sponsor touch football is another. He goes on to say, God's team is going to get their ass kicked tomorrow in Moose Jaw. Go Warriors, go. Yeah, but we got Connor Bedard, God's child, on our side. We'll uh, make you a bet at taco time. What do you say, Glenn? Okay, Clark tells me that we got Kristen and Jen ready from the I Mom So Hard show coming to Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the <laughs> events that are Saturday, April 2nd. There they are. They're together. How you doing, ladies? Good. Thanks for having us. Oh, this is going to be awesome. I love these entertainment interviews. Where are you gals joining us from today, by the way? Where are you at? We are sitting very close to each other in my office, which I cleaned just enough that you can't see the mess, but it is literally surrounding us in the front. <laughs> are you in Los Angeles then? We're in Los Angeles, yes. <laughs> okay, well... We have put away the snow here in Calgary. We're ready for you guys to come up here in just a few weeks' time, Saturday, April the 2nd. I'm mum so hard. Everybody's talking about it up here, but not everybody knows about it. What are the folks going to see when they come to the event center on April 2nd? 
Well, we've been doing these um, web videos for the last almost six years now, and they just sort of took off talking about motherhood and womanhood and our friendship. And we both started off doing comedy and we thought, well, this motherhood thing's really going to kill our career. And then <laughs> it sort of helped it. So we have this two person stand up show. It's multimedia. We even sing a little song in it and somebody plays guitar and it's a an hour and a half of a really uh monster truck rally for moms and women is basically what it is you're gonna get crazy oh. and laugh a lot oh my gosh <laughs> monster truck rally for moms are you guys writing that down so let me guess is there some uh audience engagement there too do you pick on people do you take questions from the yes. crowd to tell me about that what are some of your funniest moments on this tour with going back and forth with the crowd um it's funny you say that because literally just two shows ago we were in orlando and there was a gentleman always there's always a husband front and center which we find hilarious and then we just give him a hard time but it's all in good spirits and we were giving this guy a hard time and he was such a good sport turns out he was on his second date with this woman this woman brought him to an i mom so hard show for a date he was literally one of a thousand women and it made us laugh so hard and we were like man if if you don't marry if you don't marry this guy you're a fool he's such a good time and he was such a good sport so and now he's a big fan now he's a big fan and we we have such a good time with the audience we feel like we're just at a giant party and all we do is is talk to everybody, have a good time, and and just try to get to the spirit of um, laughter. Well, this sounds like an amazing show. Again, Saturday, April second, here at Gray Eagle Event Center. And that's the thing; those live live events give you the best content for your show. Now, they say that being a stand-up comic is the toughest profession that there is, and I believe it. I honestly do. So you guys were doing that in Nebraska, came to LA to do it and hooked up. Like, how did, how did this come together? Well, we are both from Nebraska, which is not the biggest place. And we were both living in Lincoln, Nebraska, also not a big place. We were both studying the same thing, but Jen went to a fancy school and I went to the University of Nebraska. And uh, then didn't know each other then. And we moved out to LA at different times. And uh, I went to a comedy show and Jen was in the show and she was, of course, super, super funny. And we were having beers in the parking lot after, which is just something you do. And uh, nobody can tailgate like two girls from Nebraska. <laughs> and uh, we were hanging out. We figured out we we're both from the same place and just very quickly became fast friends. It was like meeting a family member you didn't know about, which is a weird way to explain it. But, you know, they're out there. Uh, so we just started hanging out as friends, started to do comedy together, always made each other laugh a ton. And then bring in motherhood. And we were like, oh, my God. This is the hard. This is the hardest job. Stand-up comedy is easy compared to motherhood. You've never played a harder audience than an eight-year-old. <laughs> so we found so much support with each other. We were like, let's do this thing that feels like we're talking our language and we're not trying to inspire anybody and we're not trying to scare anybody. We're just trying to make each other laugh. And it and it worked. It worked. Uh, you're making me laugh, which I got to say, like, listen. <laughs> We just had Bianca Del Rio through here, the queen of raunch. And the place was jammed. Yeah. There wasn't one empty seat. And it's just people were, they want to get out. They want to laugh. They want to get together. It was the perfect night. That's a different demographic than you. Now, there was a lot of females in the crowd that night, too. But monster truck rally for moms. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm getting it. And that's what you guys want, right? Come on out and just have fun and have yes. a laugh. Is that, is, that's what we're, yes. that's what we're talking about here? Yes, my mother would tell you that 
my mother would tell you I'm raunchy. My mom is like, this show is so funny, but Kristen really talks about her lady parts a lot. <laughs> Kristen cusses a lot. <laughs> well, the other thing is you two seem to have a, uh, you know, you got the brunette, you got the blonde, you've you kind of got a salt and pepper thing going. Like, Jen, is that the yin to the yang? Or are you guys the, the same type of person? When did you... What? Well, when did you... Oh, referencing me have gray hair. Not old. Yeah, not... Oh, got it. Got it. Maybe yin-yang is better. Yeah, exactly. But when did you guys realize that... We got 90 seconds, they tell me. When did they realize... You guys realize that this is could be a thing, the two of us? Well, we did our first video and like Kristen is, she's loud, she's fun, she's the friend who says all the stuff and I'm like the little bit quieter craft kind of person. So like between the two of us, we sort of cover like all the, the gamut of women and we were doing our first video and I forgot my daughter's name. She was seven months old. I've I, never laughed harder. We never put that on harder. the internet. Everybody laughed just as hard and we thought, oh. This we, is something. We find that women really like it when you're showing them like your fails as opposed to like all of your perfect Instagram photos. Yeah. So that's the world we live in. Yeah. And it kind of took off from the very beginning. We were like, why are there 10,000 likes on this video? This is more than my birth announcement. Like why? We don't know any of the. And then we were like, oh, it's, it's reached out. It's like kind of spread. So now we're doing a tour and we love it. It's our third national tour. All new show. Well, congratulations, gals, on the success so far. See you here April 2nd. Thanks for coming on today. Safe travels when you get here and the continued success. Thank, Thank you, you for you having so us. We're excited to be there. See everybody there. You bet. The girls from the I'm Mom So Hard Tour coming to the Grey Eagle Event Center Saturday, April the 2nd. Kristen Headley and Jen Smedley. We'll talk to you Monday. Thank you, Grey Eagle. We'll see you in a few weeks. We'll see you Monday, noon Eastern on Game Plus. That's the secret sauce. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.